Welcome to the Divinely Aligned Podcast. I am your host, Ashun Divine. Welcome to my sacred space. If you are a returning listener, thank you so, so, so much. I appreciate y'all. Y'all already know the vibes. If you are a new listener, welcome for the first time. And I hope you stay. Stay a while. So today we are going to be discussing astrology misconceptions. So this is just a fun episode As I always say, I am not an astrologer. I am an astrologer enthusiast. So I love to um, just kind of analyze the zodiac and um, everything beyond in the esoteric space. So today's information is just my perception. And once again, just for fun. So if you don't agree, that's fine. This is my opinion. So stay tuned and uh, let's get to it. The first thing, one of the things I would not advise for anyone looking into astrology and um, reading into the zodiac, it's best to not put everyone in boxes based on their sun sign. So everyone is made up of honestly all the signs. If you take a look at your birth chart to its full extent, you will see that each of the zodiac signs is somehow playing a part in your chart, whether that be that you have a house in a certain um, sign or you have certain signs in certain houses, if that makes sense. So yeah, you never just want to assume that because someone is a Pisces or um, a Libra or an Aquarius that they may be one way because realistically there are so many other things that is in their chart that may make up different behaviors and traits. The second thing, so number two, so it would be silly in my opinion, and we've all been there because I personally had this moment where it was like anti certain signs, but it would be silly to not date someone or entertain someone um, as far as a friendship due to them not having not having a sun sign that you think may be compatible with you. So a lot of times we see those cliche and very vague zodiac sign compatibilities where they'll say things like, um, you know, Taurus and Capricorn or, you know, Leo and whatever belong together or don't belong together or, you know, never date a Scorpio because this is what, you know, Aquariuses don't do well with them, you know, things like that. Yes, a lot of the times that can be slightly true, depending on how heavy and dominant that person's, um, you know, sign is in certain houses. Because now what we don't speak about is the fact that certain houses control different aspects. And if you have a certain sign in the house that has to do with emotions and relationships or um, communication, you may or may not mesh well with certain signs based upon that and not necessarily the sun sign. So it is really important if you care enough, um, you know, before just judging out the gate, I would take a look at, you know, some of the other things like that are in number one, their big three, because that moon sign is going to show a lot. And then even the rising is important as well to just kind of take a peek at, because if you are, let's say a cancer rising and your partner is a 
Capricorn rising, then there may be some benefits there. So the third thing, number three, I think um, it's important for us to consider the moon. The moon is very important. And also, like I mentioned before, so is the rising, especially when it comes to meeting new people. So this is where you'll see you know how people are on a date that's the rising like first impression you know that you know when they are sitting at the table and discussing things with you a lot of it is kind of bs <laughs> because you know uh, the first first date we're trying to make like this bomb impression we're we're showing them and telling them all the best attributes of ourselves and all the things we find cool however certain things if you pay attention will stick out um you know like number one physical appearances certain people um you know their eyes will show you or tell you um, different things about them in regards to their rising sign so a lot of times when meeting people i am um, so if i'm a pisces and i am a cancer rising and a lot of times when people don't know me very well they will not assume that i am a pisces they will assume typically that i am more of a cancer because my first impression and my initial kind of impressions if you will may be more that of a cancer which would be something along the lines of um, you know polite and mothering and I may have this kind of nurturing aspect about myself that you may see initially okay so um, you know that's one of those things where later people will see things that I may be into or maybe the way I communicate or things like where they will see oh okay you're a Pisces. Wow. You know, I would have never thought. So that is just an example of how a lot of times your rising is a lot more present than your sun sign would be. So it's important as well, if not more important. Number four. So as you begin to explore astrology and you tie in, you tie it into your dating life, um, you want to be mindful of a few things. Um, number one, your Venus sign is going to show you what you are attracted to. And this is mostly for women. Um, it is not displaying the sign of the energy of, that you intend to marry. So for men, in fact, your the Venus sign is very uh, reflective of the kind of woman you might be into or, um, you know, might marry. For women, actually, we want to look more towards the Jupiter Wherever your Jupiter falls and what sign falls in it can show you a lot about who your divine partner may be. Now, as we are, um, you know, in our kind of younger and wandering years, doesn't have to, it doesn't have to necessarily be younger, but just the kind of energy of not settling down and just kind of having fun. You may notice that you attract and maybe date or have dated more of the energy of your venus sign okay so um so the reason why i say intend to marry um, as far as the jupiter sign and the venus sign for men is because it is possible that you could very well marry someone with the energy of your venus sign that is very possible for women but the question to ask yourself is will you be happy in your marriage with someone with the energy of your venus sign and i say that because they could be a lot of fun like i said it's kind of like that young teenage love kind of energy that kind of like um you know whatever it is that you 
you uh, you initially need at that moment in those kind of younger years. Either you will find yourself going out of some of that and reaching more towards a different type of energy, which could very well be your Jupiter sign energy. Um, or you might, you know, stay in that energy. But however, the question is to just ask yourself, look, to look at both of those and, and ask yourself which one is more necessary for you in this current space of your life. Now, um, for women, like I said, women looking at, if you're looking for a divine partnership, yeah, you definitely want to look for your Jupiter sign. All right. And the last thing. So the last misconception that I see a lot, and I also see a lot of people that are esoteric skeptics get very annoyed with this. It is when we simply appropriate and accept or make excuses for our behaviors based on our zodiac signs. So we got to stop doing that. So here's the thing. There are definitely going to be certain things that come up that will you'll find in a lot of your sign soul, soul tribe, right? So if you're a Pisces, you may, or let's use cancer for an example. They say cancers are always crying, you know. Yeah, some cancers do cry, however... We're not going to just lump that into the space of all cancers because that is not a true statement based on the fact that, once again, we all have so many different things going on in our charts. So even though you're a cancer sun, maybe you might be a Sagittarius moon who bottles up a lot of things and typically likes to escape and doesn't really express your emotions in uh, the way of letting the tear ducts fly. So, you know, that's just an example. But, um, you know, once again, everything is based on so many different things. So it's important that we don't box in certain behaviors and, like I said, make excuses. And the second part of that is that despite, what was that? (laughs) The second part of that is um, despite what you may be prone to do or behaviors you may be kind of prone to having based on your signs, uh, sign, sun sign, moon sign, air, based on your sign, you, you have choices, right? And this is why it is important that we look at our charts. And this is why it is important that we study these things, in my opinion, because it gives you a leg up. If there's something that is stated in your chart that you may do or you may experience, you do have the ability to kind of um, redirect that energy into a more positive training energy for you, if that's, you know, what you want to do. So, Yes, we all have choices. I think it's also important to not allow your chart to rule you, but to rule your chart, right? Once again, read what's in your chart. And you don't always have to, um, what do you call that? Receive everything in the sense that you're taking it in and, and keeping it for yourself because that will hold you in a stagnant energy. But just being mindful of what's being said being mindful of you know what you want to change and being grateful for the things that you would like to stay the same and that is all I have today for some of the misconceptions of astrology in my opinion and uh yeah if you have anything you'd like to add 
outside of disagreements no i'm kidding i'm open to, to all of it if you have anything you'd like to add drop it in the comments make sure you like subscribe and all those good things and uh, make sure you follow the podcast if you watch if you're listening on um, any of the streaming sites and i will talk to you guys later bye loves <laughs>